everyone. Welcome back to Blurred Box. I'm Chloe. I'm Pooja. And I'm Andrew. And it's been kind of long. Sorry about the delay in episodes, but we're back. And today we've got a new topic with a new friend. Well, not really. He's an old friend from OHS. He's an alum. Uh, he graduated class of 2020 and he now attends Santa Clara University. And we're going to be talking about something that we get asked about quite often, being online school students. And it's how do you make friends in an online environment? And then also how do you kind of maintain them? And so we're delving into this topic with the help of our friend, Kieran Allen. So Kieran, do you want to talk a bit about yourself and give everyone a bit of an intro? Yeah, so hey guys, I'm Kieran Allen. Um, as Chloe said, I am... I graduated 2020 OHS, meaning I'm a freshman now at Santa Clara University. Um, I'm currently a chemistry major, but I'm planning to double major in neuroscience and chemistry. Um, I was at OHS for five years. Four of those were full-time from freshman to senior, and I can't think of anything else. So, Yeah, so being at the school for a long time, I mean, Kiran is one of my oldest friends. Um, I've known him for as long as We've been in high school together and we have a lot of stuff, I guess, or I don't know, history about like how going through OHS and your friendships change. I'm sure Kiran has a lot to say on that from, you know, middle school, <laughs> from middle school to high school. Um, so yeah, I guess first question for everyone, since also Pooja's another student at OHS, but Andrew on the other hand is relatively new to how we work online um yeah how do you guys feel about like your friendships online or like you know is it any is there any difficulty there like just thoughts on that uh so as someone who just came last year um I don't have the same experience probably as you guys have had and you and Kieran with maintaining and building friendships but I would say that summer at Stanford was something that really helped me get that start into building friendships. And so that was an in-person event, obviously. Um, so I actually kind of probably got a little bit of a fast track into making friendships that maybe other students <laughs> didn't experience when they first went to um, Stanford OHS and switched to online school. But for me, it was kind of easy to make the friends at first at summer at Stanford, but then Maintaining it, it was kind of about doing weekly calls with the people that I had made friends with from summer at Stanford. But by December or January, it all those calls kind of like died down a little bit. So I would say that really the majority of my friends that I've maintained are through Skype group chats that I kind of, you know, chat with my friends on like once in a while. And then through clubs, like clubs is probably the main way that I've maintained um, and built new friends, at least for me, and then just class discussions and class Skype groups. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I'll just add in. Um, I was initially, you said, like, how has it been building and maintaining friends? And my initial reaction was like, I've given up on making friends over Zoom. But then I realized that's sort of how I met you, Chloe, is like through a Zoom class and like a couple other people from that class too with whom I still keep in touch and the, like trying to explain like how that worked. I don't really know. I guess it's just like my natural charm and wit gets the job done. 
but no, I'm, I, I have no clue, but sort of like Pooja was saying for how I've been, I don't, like, I have no idea. Um, but for how I've been maintaining things, um, I'm very active about calling people on a regular basis. Um, so I mean, like, yeah, I've now been able to like see people who are in the city and who go to school with me a little bit more, but no, I call people who like live in other states who I know probably once every couple of weeks on a pretty regular basis. So like, even if I haven't seen them in, like there are a couple of people I went on a trip with two summers ago and I still keep in pretty regular touch with. So that's, yeah, I'm big on like FaceTime and I'm very proactive about that. Like, even if you don't want me to call you, um, I sort of just call anyways. Nice. So what do you think, Kieran? How do you do it? I guess I, I really got to agree with what um, Bujo was talking about as a uh, summer at Stanford. That my freshman year, that, that was the only reason I really had friends freshman year for a majority of it. Um, before summer at Stanford, I had known one person and at OHS, Ben, for those of you who remember. Oh, really? um, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess it, it took some some effort um, once it was at summer at Stanford at freshman year, but that's where like I made friends. And as you guys have been saying, like it's those regular calls, it's those putting in the effort. And it's I, I'd contest that it's a little harder to stay friends online because of the the environment, because of the effort that's required and such. And yeah, it it it's also part of the nature that sometimes things will just die off. Like I had friend, I have, have had, I don't, tenses, um, but there were friends of mine who I was talking to like on a daily basis back in senior year. And now it's like once a month, maybe at most. So things just kind of sometimes slope off. Um, I guess over the course of the four years, really the only thing that kept me sane and in touch with my friends apart from regular calls and such but the, the anchor was those meetups were like uh mit splash summer at stanford grad pixel fest those things like basically reinforced the fact that we were friends and without them i i don't know exactly how well that would have gone um and i suppose i i didn't expect this but I found a really good group of friends entirely online at SCU. I, I, I've, I only met one of them in person for the first time ever yesterday. And I've got a group of like 10, 15 people who like I'm, I'm talking to with like generally every day and communicating and such. And I, I think there's more energy. There's more like effort being put in by people given quarantine, given COVID and everything, because everyone we're all in the same boat together, yada da da. Um, so I don't know. I guess it it really just comes down to if both people are going to put in the effort. Because I, 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 for me at least, other people, as I think Andrew was saying, I, I, I'm not the kind of person who will be able to actively be like, hey, let's talk. Hey, let's talk every single time. I gotta like get some middle ground there. I don't have that that ability, I guess. So I'm a little jealous there. Um, but yeah, I guess that's, gen it's just regular contact and, and things that like keep you guys 
with like similar interests. Like for example, um, we have like movie nights once a week. We watch something stupid. So that kind of like helps us, I guess. Yeah, nice. I can't relate, I guess, in that way. And I, I don't know about Pooja because when you have a lot of commitments, we can't always like make it to every single meetup. Yeah, Pooja's nodding, so I'm, I think she gets what I mean. But like, for example, I wasn't able to see you, Kiron, or a whole bunch of other people in our friend group, you know, for like, like four, two yeah, two years or like two, three, three years. years yeah. yeah, so without having that, I guess you're you're right, you know, it takes those those kind of, I don't know, like stupid stuff that you do online together and like you need that kind of reinforcing thing. Like, it, I guess it goes for the same thing. Like for, for Kieran and I, it's- We complained about math. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we claimed about math. We had a lot of like calc complaining, um, doing a lot of like homework study sessions that go on for like three hour calls and mm. a lot just, you know, just a lot of procrastination in between, but we get stuff done, right? Um, and then yeah. with Andrew, it's like a constant thing. Like I'm kind of forcing him to come back and like talk to us because it's like an every other week kind of thing with our podcast. So I guess that works. Um, but yeah, it takes a lot of effort just to kind of do that kind of stuff, you know? Like, I guess it's more of a, I don't know, people think of it might as a chore, right? To do that. Um, so when you're in quarantine now, like, you're saying here on people do have to do it because you won't talk to anyone if you don't um but on a normal basis um you have the option to see people right and so you don't put in that chore or of an effort to do it but um yeah what do you guys think Pooja Andrew uh yeah I would definitely agree on that point like the meetups for sure are things that kind of keep the friendships together I would say from when I went to summer at Stanford the first time and made my friends. And then I went to Splash and we kind of just found each other again and maintained that friend group. But then after that, you really just have to make an effort to keep in contact and kind of like Kieran, I'm not the kind of person who's just gonna like keep, maybe like once or twice, I'll kind of like check in and be like, hey, like, you know, let's do a call. But then after that, it's kind of like hard because you have other commitments or you have other things that you wanna keep track of. So as OHS, like being an OHS student is already kind of rigorous. And so on top of that, having to maintain friendships is just another task that you have to keep track of. And I would say that also probably factors into maintaining friendships, not just the online format, but also just how rigorous it actually is and how much time even a lot of the students have other commitments outside of school itself. So I would definitely say that trying to reach out even on the weekends or when you have free time is something that keeps us together. And then those meetups, which has been especially hard because of quarantine and COVID, <laughs> it's kind of added an extra factor that's, that we really needed as OHS students to actually be able to see each other in person that we don't really have anymore. So um, those calls are really, really important or the meetups are really, really important, sorry. And then the calls, since we don't have those meetups become even more important. But yeah, I would definitely say that like you guys have emphasized, making an effort to reach out to people and stay connected, but making sure that your friends also want to stay connected with you or making an effort to stay connected with you. Those are kind of two things that need to work together in order for 
us to maintain friendships, but I haven't been here for super long. So I haven't really experienced an up and down in terms of friendships, like maybe um, Chloe or you, Kieran, have experienced since I haven't really had to, I don't know, change clubs, change classes as much. So a lot of the times when I'm seeing new people in a class, I've never ever seen them or heard of them before. So there's still probably a lot of seniors that I don't really know um, that I'm still trying to get to know. So yeah, I would just say that online school kind of can be difficult at first to make those connections and to reach out to people, but our classes and clubs and meetups, of course, those all definitely help play into that. No, yeah. It's like what Pooja said, right? You got to put that effort in and there, I obviously with um, having to put that effort in that factors into how long are you going to put that effort in? And that that's where the ups and downs and friendships come in. I'm curious to know for like, before we go into what it was like, Kieran going through those kinds of friendships from middle school to high school, he's making a face, obviously it wasn't pleasant. <laughs> um, but like going through those friendships, that's hard enough in person, I think. And normally through high school. And I'm curious to hear what Andrew has to say about that before we contrast and compare like we always do. Yeah, I mean, my big contrast, and I think, I don't know how y'all feel about this, but I feel like being in person has a tendency to sort of accelerate things like over I don't know, either social media or FaceTime, like you'll talk a lot less often or for a lot shorter times. If I'm in person with someone and we're in a fight, it's not like I can just sort of stop responding to their texts. Like, I mean, I guess you can storm away from people and I have, but um, there's a lot like you sort of, and also it's harder to say the right things. Like I've definitely seen a lot of friendships sort of blow up in like one big heated fight, not like physical fight, but dispute because like people get mad, your temper gets up and like, you're not typing something out. You sort of just say the first thing that comes to your mind. And so I feel like a lot of the same stuff, like I think it's the same sort of ebbing and flowing and continual progression or decline of friendships. But I think it's probably at an accelerated pace. And then there's all the like other weird social stuff that we've sort of talked about before that comes with in-person school. Um, but no, I think that's the big one. I think things happen quick when you're in person. Yeah, what do you think you're on? How's it online? I think that's a pretty good account of it actually. Things kind of like move through molasses when it's online. And what you'd find happening is that like at meetups and such with OHS, there's like a kind of like a snap that happens. Um, where there's a whole lot of catch up that people are trying to do or there's a lot of like people feel like they have to fit in three months of being together in like two weeks or something which then it causes a lot of chaos i guess in terms of social interactions dynamics group relationships or uh functions and whatnot and i mean yeah that 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 pretty much sums up everything that i'd have to say about it i suppose yeah, so what do you think was the biggest difference from us going from middle school? Because there are like a certain group of kids in OHS who went through that transition from middle school with us to high school. And then obviously we meet a whole bunch of new people in high school. Um, 
what was that experience like or did that change anything as to how those dynamics work i guess it's a little a little odd for me um because to be completely honest i was like a really quiet kid in middle school i would be i'm the one that you'd be seeing like sitting in the corner away from everyone with a book and headphones on doing absolutely nothing involving people and so when i first came to ohs and I guess I started getting out of my shell at summer at Stanford specifically. Um, but that, that transition, I realized that like those little things that you, you get, even when you're not being super social in person, just none of that online. And so you have to make a conscious effort as we've been talking about um, to, to make those friends and to talk and to do the socializing for lack of a better phrase. Um, and there, there were friends that I had at like the start of the start of my high school time who we grew distant over the four years because a lot, a lot of us changed in very significant ways. Um, some people had whole personality shifts, which it was kind of like you're talking to a different person. Um, and other people just didn't like what they saw or experience. And so that was the end of that. I think the strongest friendships that I have are the ones that like stood that test, I guess. And I'd say that this transition for me at least happened around the end of sophomore year. That really was like, oh, we're in high school now. So yeah, I guess that that about gets it. Yeah. What do you guys think, Pooja Andrew? Yeah, um, I don't obviously have that experience. Um, that Kieran had because I left my old brick and mortar school halfway through high school and then I switched to OHS in the latter half of high school. But I will say that sometimes kind of like what Andrew was talking about in Kieran earlier was there's like missed opportunities in online school, I feel because of the fact that we don't have that accelerated pace at which we can build friendships and kind of keep those friendships through extended contact or consistent contact with each other. So for me, I know that as a figure skater and having committed a lot of time to that and constantly like practicing and stuff, sometimes I'll miss calls from friends when, you know, we might have unplanned calls and we'll just like call and chat, but I might miss those calls because I have other commitments. So sometimes that plays a role as well, because when you're in a brick and mortar school, you have six hours in a day when you're just hanging out with friends or, you know, in classes with friends. So you never miss that opportunity to be around them. But sometimes in an online school, you kind of do miss the opportunity to be around people of your same age group, because even in other classes, you might not have someone in 12th grade or 11th grade or the same grade as you as well. So that difference is also a factor because, I mean, I personally don't really have too many friends in lower grades most of them I want to be friends with are in 12th grade but sometimes I can't because of that that distance between us or sometimes the commitments that I can't get around or they can't get around that prevents us from maintaining those connections so again it's just really about finding ways to um, come together and finding times to come together but I would definitely say that our commitments and our, I guess, our different motivations, the things that change about us over the years really factor into the friendships that we can have and maintain. But 
Um, that being said, it still is, it still is kind of nice to have friends that you make here because you know that those friends, the ones that you can maintain over four years, like probably like you and Kieran, Chloe, um, you know, those friendships are a lot stronger than the ones that sometimes you might even make at a brick and mortar school or just in person, because you're able to kind of overcome those commitments and make time for each other to maintain those friendships. Yeah, I think something that, and this is something that I, I felt like it was important or relevant for us to talk about as a group is because, and also be just from the diversity of the people we have here, right? Like Kiron going from online high school to semi-online university. And then Andrew going from Trinity School, which is usually a brick and mortar and going to normal school, not normal school, but like the normal kind of way of going to school to transition online. And then Pooja um, being here in OHS and having the same kind of experience from both brick and mortar to OHS equally that, you know, a lot of people come into OHS or any kind of online like uh, school in general and they're scared or the like the first thing that they worry about and you know the first thing that Pooja, Kiran, we talk to people and we go like hey where do you go online how do you have friends like you're lonely you know you're just at home in front of the computer and you don't have friends right and that's the first concern for people who go to online school hear about it right because their immediate concern and people that we talk to are like you don't have that same collaboration with people in person. You don't have the same kind of, you're, you're weird, you know, that's weird. Um, that's not normal, that cast you aside, just shove it out, right? But that's not the case, right? At least in what we're talking about. If anything, it builds skills and tools that you wouldn't be able to develop otherwise in brick and mortar school. Whereas brick, going to brick and mortar school in the same way has its own kind of um, tools and skills that you don't get through an online school. Both have its pros and cons, but it does have that kind of thing where we might not have the same assertiveness and the same kind of tools or I guess comfortable collaborativeness in person that you might develop in at brick and mortar school. And Andrew can speak on that. Um, this kind of constant assertiveness to put in effort to make those relationships and friendships in person and adhere to them, right? And also to adjust when they change, like Pooja and Kiran are saying, is super important and that's kind of what we learn. But yeah, I think that's a good takeaway for like people who would be um, intimidated, which is often a thing, to come to an online school, OHS specifically, or as parents or anyone who who's listening to our podcast and, and are interested in OHS and go you know, that I'm fearful for my children becoming a lonely bird or a wallflower or something and getting weird coming out of OHS. Sure, some people are like that. Can't lie. There are some weird people. <laughs> like there are in a normal school too. But it, in a majority, like, you know, it, it's not impossible. And, and the majority of us come out okay. So yeah, thoughts, guys. What do you guys think? The way I'm sort of thinking about it and I have no idea how right this is but the way I sort of picture OHS is it's sort of a sink or swim type type situation for like you're socializing where either like it pushes you to go out and make friends that's the swimming um or like you sort of end up screwed and like you're not naturally forced into contact simply by being with people and then you sort of do end up with the like stereotypical fear which like when you said you went online I was like ha she has no friends like yeah you're just in a room alone all day 
and like it's like I feel like that I mean I don't know I I'm not there with you guys I haven't seen it but like I feel like that has to be a reality where like there are people who don't feel comfortable going outside of their comfort zone and reaching out and like I imagine that's a really not fun situation but I also think the same way like brick and mortar schools we also have the same sort of situations though so I don't know how different it is I guess it's in different ways where like you're forced to interact with everyone at the bare minimum like just by being there but on the other hand you also then end up with like extreme not extreme but you end up with like clickiness and social climbing and all the evils that we see in stereotypical high school movies but they're all real and so it also again sort of forces you they're different environments but in the end I think it both of them I think that's the joy of high school it forces you to adapt to your environment and deal with it and learn how to be social in a time where you're changing and everyone around you is changing and you sort of need to figure out like who do I want to be with whom do I want to spend my time how do I want to interact with people how do I want to present myself but it's really I think it it's tricky either way and they test you in different ways too oh yeah you know what Andrew said about like those evil high school movies that show these are the cliques of people. We do have that. Like funny enough, like OHS still has, and Kieran is nodding, right? So that we still have that kind of clickiness. It's no different just online. And we don't have the pain of where do you sit at lunchtime kind of thing that Andrew talked about before, um, right? So you, you still have that. And I think Kieran would probably be uh, the better person to elaborate on it. I, I guess for people who are considering OHS or for, or for parents or children or uh, even current students, I don't know who listens, um, don't go in thinking that all of like the stereotypical toxicity of high school is going to vanish into thin air because we're online. There's a lot of that still. Um, and it's manifested in different but similar ways from what I, at least from my experience, I can obviously only speak for my own. Because of like the, the isolation aspect, people latch on to things really quickly and things tend to get spread around super easily. Um, the, the whole like idea of a gossip mill or a rumor mill, I, I, I'd say it's a bit exacerbated actually at OHS um, where one person who doesn't like you, and this is obviously, I'm, I'm being a little hyperbolic here, but like if you got people who don't like you and they make up like a spicy, spicy rumor or, or just even a lie about you, that can do a lot of damage. Um, but I, 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 I obviously can't speak for the in-person brick and mortar component, but for what, I, what I've been told and what I've talked to with friends as well, that also can be a pretty impactful thing in brick and mortar. So neither situation's ideal, neither is going to be free of problems or challenges and frankly nor should it like high school is an awkward growing phase for everyone so sucks to suck it is what it is um is like is how i like to view it you got to kind of like own up to the challenges you got to get through it and you'll nine out of ten times probably come out better for it i'd say and i to 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 touch upon a per some personal experiences i guess more specifically um you can have like close friends or people that you thought like because because when, you, when you're not interacting with someone in person a lot and it's more online and everything then you can't really 
you can't read their mind normally, but it's even worse online. Like they can be completely faking something. They could be having like a second, like a second personality or an alter ego. And that's something that you have to be very, very cautious of at OHS. I observed that multiple times at my time. And to be frank, I don't exactly have the best view of OHS. I think it's good for the people who it's good for, but for the people who it's not, for people who don't excel there, uh, it's going to be a bit of a drag and a bit of a nightmare for you in some situations. So basically for those that works for, it's great. They do a great job. The academics are amazing and the people there can be truly amazing, but you got to know what's right for you and you don't want to be staying on a sinking ship if that's the case for you because you're proud or because you have um, some sort of feeling that you have to own up and live through it or something because that's just, that's going to get you sunk. Yeah, I feel that uh, Kieran makes some great points. Um, as someone who was at a brick and mortar school and was constantly missing school because of my figure skating competitions and travels, um, the reason why I kind of decided to leave and find something new like Sanford Online High School was because of the fact that when, one, I was missing a lot of class discussions and I wasn't able to participate. And two, I was coming back and always finding myself a little bit lost like I was in a discussion and then I left and then like a friend group changed or something was different and so I always found it a little bit tricky to mesh completely with the school or find stable friends in my school and it was a smaller school anyways but it was still kind of a struggle for me I would say and in that sense I would I think that my transition to OHS was probably a lot better and I appreciate OHS because I have been able to keep stable friendships a little bit better than I was able to at my brick and mortar school. Just because, I mean, I, I don't think this is applicable for everyone, but maybe for athletes or people who were at a brick and mortar school who are considering switching to an online school, I would say that the benefits of it in terms of maintaining friendships is that you're not really going to be absent for extended periods of time. Like you can always go on Skype, which is the main platform that we use outside of class to communicate with each other. You can always go on Skype and communicate with your friends through that. And you always have the opportunity, but at a brick and mortar school, when you're kind of expected to be in school consistently, you don't have those means of communication, like maybe texting, but still it's just usually you're in class and then if you're texting it's just for fun but if you're missing school a lot and you're not able to build those friendships or maintain those friendships as easily it's kind of hard to just keep communicating with them so I would say that I would say that for people who are kind of looking into OHS and for people who are at OHS kind of just think about if you were missing a lot of school and if you were having trouble maintaining those friendships, the fact that Stanford Online High School can kind of help facilitate the friendships that you make and like the ease of maintaining those friendships. Um, but still that being said, everything else still applies. Like you have to make an effort to maintain those friendships, to reach out to people. But it did make things a little bit easier for me from personal experience. Wal Pooja was shamelessly plugging the virtues of OHS. I would also like to add in my own plug. 
um, that for all of you out there who are listening and thinking this is cool and all, but I want to hear more on the actual mental health ramifications. I would just like to put in a plug for, our, I think it was our second episode of this season with Shivek Narang and Arteen Brains. I think also a super cool organization that, and he talked a lot about the mental health effects of high school. So I just wanted to plug that because I think he's a cool guy and a cool organization. No, yeah, perfect. I like that. Um, as we're reaching time, Kiran, do you have any lost advice or things you'd preach for incoming RHS students? I like, I guess, the points that Pooja and Andrew made. And I think that really exemplifies the idea that OHS works well for some, but may not work so well for others. And if you're, say, an eighth grader and you're wanting to go in freshman year for OHS or something, what, like, what I wish I had done is I wish I was part-time or single course or something for that freshman year. I was single course in eighth grade, but maybe part-time dip, dipping your toes in the water and give it, give it a chance. Like you have to work for, it. you have to give that effort in as we've been talking about, but that way you can really tell initially if you think it's going to be for you or not. I think one of my bigger mistakes is around sophomore year, about midway through or at the end, I, kind of, I, I had the inkling that maybe OHS wasn't going to be the best for me. And I was thinking of switching, but my stubbornness uh, got the better of me and I decided to stick it out. And I, I'm happy with how it turned out. Um, you know, I, amazing professors, amazing friends, um, a great experience overall. It's just, it's still, it, it lingers in your head. And I guess as Chloe, I think mentioned earlier, there are weird people at this school and if you worry that you would fall in and obviously being weird is is fine and such as long as you're happy with yourself you know um but there are the concerns of like if you're not talking with people if you're if you're socially distancing yourself in not the covid friendly way and then the just not talking to people way <laughs> um that may not be the best ohs may not be the best for you um to be frank because we're humans. We got to be social. We got to get that interaction. Otherwise, we're not. We're, we don't reach our full potential then. So, yeah, just sit your ego down a bit, dip your toes in the water, and beware of sinking ships. I guess are like my three main points. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think the good point that Huron was also making uh, is that if you're comfortable with yourself, you're comfortable in your own skin like you know who you are and kind of thing, I think you'd be pretty fine on OHS. I mean, as long as like you know who you are and you're comfortable with that. And then, you know, that doesn't take, when we talked about adapting and adjusting earlier, that's not, we're not talking about like adjusting yourself, you know, like not adjusting yourself for other people. Cause like Kieran and Andrew and Pedro are saying like people will change like just as you do in high school, because it's a weird time for everyone, right? Like we were saying, like, but those people who are finding themselves, we're all finding themselves, but I guess the earlier you find yourself, you stay true to that. And then you stick with that and you, you know, you just stay and true to, to your own values and go with probably what you think is best. You'll end up with the right people. Um, and when we talk about weird, everyone's weird in their own way um and you know like it's never a bad thing but it's just a matter of like you know 
it's up to you and and how you go about it in terms of who you end up with and most of the time it'll pretty much work out and if it doesn't you know it it's fine too like you'll find yourself later on in life it doesn't have to be in high school it doesn't have to be now OHS is just a more strange place for when strange things are already happening and normal so yeah don't be afraid of it I guess this is what also Kieran was saying like have the courage to also say this isn't the right place for us you know because that's a big thing Kieran was saying as well like he had to be like you know um <laughs> this isn't right for me and that t- that takes some courage that takes some effort to say you know to because it's not giving up and I think Kieran said this before and when we interviewed him for senior year um like the the interviews right like he was saying like it takes some courage to to be like I don't think I should continue staying here because it's not healthy for me and that goes to mental health like Andrew picked up on so that's just like the the encapsulation of everything like if it's not good for your mental health don't for the sake of your ego like he said Kieran said like sit your ego down (laughs) you know like leave if it's not good for you because it, it shouldn't you shouldn't have to put on this kind of persona or this kind of face that you have to stay in the school because it doesn't make you any better or stronger or more better than others by staying here or by enduring in it. What makes you better probably is is by taking that chance and being bold to say, this isn't right for me. I'm moving on to the next thing. And that's part of what Karen was saying before he said something like, at least you know what you want. That's a lot better than a whole bunch of other people who are just kind of swimming in the water waiting for someone to rescue them instead of like making that decision. Do I sink with this ship or do I grow some wings and fly? I don't know. But I guess with that being said, thank you guys for listening to Blurred Box with Andrew, Chloe, Pooja, and usually Sophie, but she'll be back next time. If you like our show and want to know more, please check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or please, if you really love us that much, leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to join us next week for another episode of Blurred Box as we're releasing episodes. It's a little up in the air, but going for every other Sunday, I think. We'd love to hear your feedback, suggestions, and questions, which you can email to blurredbox88 at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Blurred Box for the latest updates. Thank you, Kiran, again for coming on. And we hope to have you back some other time. But shout out to our video and audio editors as well, Jiayun Zhang and Moshe Kraus. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.